Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires. I'm so excited you decided to join me today. Listen, today we'll be talking about forgiveness. We're going to look at the scriptures, Matthew 18, 21 through 35, and a few more scriptures. We're going to take a look at what the Bible says about forgiveness, and we're going to examine ourselves, and hopefully we're different, and hopefully we're engaging people going forward with forgiveness in a better way. Amen. Let's get started. Um, forgiveness is uh, something that everyone in this world has to deal with or will have to deal with at some point in time. But forgiveness is very hard for most of us because we it's hard to let go of what someone has done to you. We want vengeance. Um, we want them to pay for what they've done to us. And because of that, oftentimes... We're not forgiving and we're holding people captive. But we have to understand that as Christians, we must forgive. Forgiveness is very part of our being as sons and daughters of Christ. Guess what? Remember, our relationship with Christ started with forgiveness. We confessed our sins and repented and asked God to forgive us and come into our heart. And that started our relationship with him. So we can dare not now walk in this grace walk in this mercy, walk in this love, and close up our bowels of compassion and not love one another and forgive. All right, so we're going to look at Matthew 18, 28, I mean, at Matthew 18, verses 21 through 35 very quickly and go through these scriptures and examine ourselves, open our minds to forgiveness and see if we can be better going forward when it comes to this issue. Amen? So let's go to the word. Matthew 18, Verse 21 through 35. All right. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened to a certain king which would would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him 10,000 talents. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife, and his children, and all that he had, and the payment to be made. The servant fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosened him and forgave him the debt. But the servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence and laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, pay me that thou owest. And his fellow servant fell fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, have patience with me and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that had called him, said unto him, O thy wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt because thou desired me. Shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And the Lord was wroth, 
and delivered him to his tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. Likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you if ye from your hearts forgive not every one his brother their trespasses. Wow, look at that story. There's a lot in that story. Um, but the one thing we want to look at that story, the first thing we want to look at this story is that when Peter came to Jesus and asked him about how many times he should forgive his brother, he said seven times, but Jesus said, no, 70 times seven. Now, when you look at that, I don't want you to think that you can just multiply those numbers together and get 490 and say, well, if somebody does something 491 times, then I'm not, I don't have to forgive them. No, the idea of that is to stretch your thinking, stretch your mindset when it comes to forgiveness. Peter had a cutoff time, just like many of us have a cutoff for how much we're going to take something, how long we're going to deal with something, and we don't, and we stop forgiving, and we stop being merciful, and we stop being kind at some point. But Jesus, once again, stretching things changing the rules of relationships, and he says now, 70 times 7. I heard it said like this, you're going to forgive so much that you lose count, that I'm going to be forgiving so much that I lose count um, if I'm ever offended. Um, if we look at we look at uh, Luke, I'm sorry, we look at Matthew 6 and 14 through 15, um, he says, Forget, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you. So we understand that forgiving, um, forgiveness is a part of our us being in right standing with the Lord. So I'm going to forgive 70 times 7 because if I don't forgive 70 times 7, I can't look to the Lord and be looking for forgiveness when I have not forgiven my brother or my sister for offending me. So listen, God begin to stretch Peter. Christ begin to stretch Peter. And God is stretching us to move beyond our flesh, beyond our laws, that made up mind that we had. If you do this, I won't forgive. Take that away and now put on the mind of Christ because Christ is our example. And Christ said unto us, said to the people when he was on the cross, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Christ loved those who couldn't love them. Christ died for those that could not do right. So we're going to let Christ be our example, and we're going to forgive. We're going to pray, Father, forgive them, and we're going to let all the offenses go free. Look, when we don't forgive people, we need to realize we don't forgive people or forgive offenses. We take those experiences and those offenses to people to every part of our life. Every time we get a new job, every time we have a new situation, we take those people with us and because we have not let them go free. When you don't forgive someone, you hold them captive in your heart and in your mind and they and, and they go with you wherever you go. So we need to let them go and not carry that baggage so we can have good relationships. When you don't forgive, you rob yourself of ever having a pure relationship with anyone. Because what happens is when you walk into a new relationship or a new job or a new situation, you're always reminded of what you haven't forgiven so you don't go in there with purity. You don't go in there trusting someone. You don't go in there loving anyone. Listen, it can be as simple as going to a restaurant. When you don't forgive what happened in the last restaurant, you go to a new restaurant, the waitress comes out, and you treat her or him like garbage because of the last waitress or the last waiter experience you had. 
And so it's, that's why it's important to let offenses go because you rob yourself of having a great experience. You had one experience with a cashier. You don't let that go. The next time you see a cashier, you give the, uh, them a hard problem. So it's important to let these things go that you don't carry around a bunch of baggage, a bunch of offenses wearing you down. Listen. The doctors say that a lot of mental illness, a lot of people in mental institutions, and a lot of people battling terminal illnesses is because of unforgiveness. It's because of harboring unforgiveness in their heart that they are making themselves sick. Headaches, stress, hurt, pain, all matter of illnesses because they won't let a captive go free. They won't let an offense go. So the offenses is for freedom for you. Don't worry about somebody getting away with something because there's nothing in your life that can happen that our father cannot handle. He said, vengeance is mine, I will repay. Understand this, God loves you. His perfect love casts out all fear. So when I know that God loves me, I know he will take care of me and everything that concerns me and I don't have to worry or don't have to be afraid of somebody getting over on me, somebody getting away with what they've done. And listen, The biggest thing we have to take from this story is that the one man was forgiven a major debt. He owed the king a lot of money, but he begged, and his wife was going to have to be sold. His children were going to have to be sold. Everything he owned was going to have to be sold for the debt to be paid. But he begged for compassion and received it. Now, he saw his fellow servant And he put his hands around his throat and choked him for what the servant owed him, which was even on like 1%, like 1% of what his debt was. Would not forgive him, would not have compassion. And when you refuse to forgive, when you refuse to let go of offense as a brothers and sisters in Christ, you are forgetting how much God has forgiven you. You're forgiven all the times God looked over your faults. God looked over the things you've done and you repented and he gave you a new life. He gave you mercy. He gave you grace. And so you are you're really um, almost arrogant. And the Bible called to this, the Lord in the story called the man wicked. That word wicked means twisted. You're twisted. Your mind is so twisted that you have not, can't remember the grace that I had and the compassion I had upon you, and you won't give it to someone else. So when you are not forgiven, you are wicked. You are wicked. The Bible calls you wicked when you're holding, harboring unforgiveness. Yes, I know it hurt. Yes, I know it wasn't fair, but the forgiveness will free you. Now, there are situations that happen in lives. Things have some offenses that happen, and you have, may have to decide you can't continue the relationship, or you may have to do something different because of safety issue or whatever the offense was. That's not what I'm judging. You seek your counsel, and you do what is best concerning that situation. What I'm talking about is letting the offense go out of your heart and your mind that you can have peace. In the kingdom, there's love, joy, peace, all in the Holy Ghost. If you are not forgiven, you're not going to have that love. You're not going to have that joy. You're not going to have that peace. Love never fails. So when we're in relationship with people, they will offend. They will hurt us. But if our love never fails, it keeps no record of wrong. I can let it go. To forgive means to omit or cancel out. So it's like if you had a record book, uh, somebody, a bookkeeper would look at you and you owe a balance. 
when you forgive the balance, you omit the balance from the records. So when we forgive, we omit that balance from our records, and now they have a clean slate to go forth. Let's omit some people. Let's omit some offenses. Let's let these things go because offenses will come. Jesus says, it's need be that offenses come, but blessed is he that is offended of me. So some things are going to happen in our life, and we ain't going to like it, and we have not liked that. But we have to let it go. We have to forgive 70 times 7. Can I forgive so much that I lose count? That I can forgive so much that it, it don't even, I can forgive so much that it's just far from me. People say, what about forgive and forget? I said, let's start with forgiving. And when you forgive and truly give it to God, he'll cause you to forget. We understand the story of Joseph when he named his children. One of them he named meant God has caused me to forget. Understand this. God forget our trespasses. And when you let some things truly go out in your heart, God will cause you to forget. He'll cause you to love a person again. Be kind to a person again. Even restore relationships if we can only walk in forgiveness. Listen, no one is getting over on you. God loves you. He cares about you. But it's important for you to forgive to be in right standing with him. All right? So like I said, 70 times 7, we're going to ride with that right there. 70 times 7. I'm forgiving so much that I lose count. I'm forgiving so much that my that it's just not it's not on me anymore. I'm moving forward. I have been stressed in my mind as it pertains to forgiveness. In Ephesians 4 and 32, it says, Be ye kind one to another, forgive one another as God for Christ's sake, even if forgave us. Kind ye one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God for Christ's sake has forgiven us. It's Ephesians 4 and 32. So for Christ's sake, God forgave us. So for Christ's sake, we should forgive someone else. People want to see what God's will is. I want to do God's will. His will is to forgive. His will is to love. Oh man, you got to forgive. And listen, one of your biggest issues with forgiveness is pride. We want vengeance. We want someone to pay. But we got to let it down and remember, God has forgiven us. In Luke chapter 7, Jesus says this. He said, he that loved much has been forgiven much. When you can love, you know that you've been forgiven. And we know you've been forgiven much, you will love. So forgiveness, it works hand in hand with love. The Bible said love keeps no record of wrong. When I love you, I omit the offense. I forgive the offense and I move forward. Listen, y'all, this is the Love Never Fail podcast. We believe love never fails here. You can't go wrong loving. You can't go wrong forgiving. You can't go wrong being merciful because love never fails. God said the new command I've given to you to love one another as I have loved you. How did God love us? He sent his only begotten son to die for us. How did God love us? He forgave our trespasses and remembered them no more. Look, um, Isaiah 43 and 25 says, I am even I who um, forgive your sins and remember them no more. He said, I brought up your transgressions and forgive your sins and remember them no more. For his name's sake, he did that. In Isaiah 43, 25, for his name's sake, he forgave our sins and remembered them no more. So why I'm going to remember the offenses of someone else when God keeps no record of mine? We have to forgive. Y'all, it ain't easy. But you, we're not telling you to do it by the flesh. We're telling you to do it by the spirit. 
The scripture says, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. So by the spirit of God, you can forgive. You have to understand you're in this world or not of the world. You have to reckon yourself to be dead to sin and alive unto God in Jesus Christ. The Bible says we're crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, we live, not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life I live in the flesh, I live in the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So I am crucified with Christ. I'm dead and my life is here with Christ in God. So if I walk in the spirit, move in the spirit, reside in the kingdom of God, then I can forgive. But if I let this flesh have its way, I'm going to fight. I'm going to be full of rage. I'm going to be full of unforgiveness. And I won't have the peace that God has established for those that love him. So I encourage you today, if there's someone that's done something, something that happened, let it go. Let it go. Let God handle it. Forgive it the way God has forgiven you. Yeah, you want vengeance. But really, when you to be honest, you don't. You want him to have this, the person to have the same mercy that God has on you. This Bible says, because the Lord mercies were not consumed. They're brand new every morning. His compassions, they don't fail. So we get brand new mercies. So let's give our brother and sister brand new mercies. As children of God and the body of Christ, we have to love one another. We have to forgive. We have to keep these relationships strong that we can do exploits against the enemy. He said, this is how you, they would know that you're my disciples, of how you love one another. Man, love never fails. Forgive, move forward, and have the peace and joy that God has for everyone that loves him. For I'm persuaded today, there's nothing can separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus. You have to be persuaded. So I'm not going to let the offenses, I'm not going to let what happened separate me from God's love to get my mind on anything else. But we're going to love, we're going to forgive because love never fails and forgiveness is a part of love. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we want to give you honor and glory for your mercy and grace today, God. Thank you for what you've done to us, Father God. We pray we will examine our hearts as we listen to this word, Father God, and we read your word, Father God. And if there's any unforgiveness in us, Father God, we begin to let it go, Father God, even now. We let the offenses go, Father God. We trust in you, God. We ask a peace of heart, that's a peace of mind, and the strength to move forward after offense that you can get glory about our lives, Father God. We bless you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Once again, guys, I thank you for your time. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I'll see you next time. And remember, love never fails. If you listen to this podcast today, and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer, and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.